Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 22nd of June. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisors regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can always read the disclaimer in full on our website, marcustoday.com.au. And of course, you can sign up for a free trial if you're not yet a member of our wonderful Marcus Today community. All right, well, last night, another positive night on the U.S. markets, the U.S. coming back from their bank holiday, the June 9th holiday. Uh, we saw the Dow Jones rising 641 points, or 2.15%, 30,530, back above that 30,000 level, which was good news. It did have a high of 765 and a low of 186 up, so not negative at any stage last night. So good news indeed for our markets and the US market. The Nasdaq was up 2.51%, 271 points to 11,069, back above that 11,000 level. And the S&P 500 back above 3,700 at 3,765 in the middle for diddle, as is its usual place up 90 points or 2.45%. So all was right with the world. The VIX index was up 30.19, which was actually down at 2.7%. So 30.19 with the VIX, that is starting to come off as the market is rallying. So that's certainly something uh, to be pleased about. Uh, in European markets as well, we did see small gains. Uh, we saw the stock 600 up 0.35% and the FTSE up 042 But we did see in the US, in terms of what was happening there, uh, pretty much higher across the board. Energy, big tech, semi autos, managed care, big box retailers, trucking, life insurance, asset managers, all some of the big gainers there. Uh, the outperformance were the energies. Consumer discretionary, consumer staples, healthcare and tech. Underperforming, though, were materials, communication services, industrials, REITs and financials. There were some downgrades coming through in financials in the U.S. market last night. In other news out of the U.S., we saw Kellogg's announcing they were going to split into Snap, Crackle and Pop with the cereals business, the snack food business and plant-based business all as their own separate entities. So that was some good news there. On the economic front as well, we had production at US factories unexpectedly fell in May, with manufacturing output dipped 0.1% last month, the first decline since January. And looking across at commodities, we saw the oil price slightly better, up 0.46%, $114.65 for Brent WTI, was up 0.34 at 110.65. And gold down $1.90, so 0.10 of a percent, 1838.8. So nothing very exciting there. Nothing very exciting either in commodity prices or stocks, really. Copper was up half a percent, nickel up 1%, aluminium down 0.12, zinc up 1.5, lead down 1.1, tin pretty much unchanged. Iron ore did have a slight reprieve and a slight gain 
overnight uh, was up 0.7 of a percent or 93 cents to 128.93 and coal had a big rise again on the back of uh, moves in Europe we're seeing Germany and the Netherlands and other countries in Europe pushing back uh, their um, green credentials to some extent and embracing coal and firing up those old coal-fired power stations in Europe so that's interesting there in terms of headlines today uh, we did see Elon Musk talking about the economy in his uh, bid for Twitter at uh, Economic Forum in Qatar. And there certainly is a new pile-on going on, with the new black being the recession calls from various different brokers. And uh, we are seeing, once again, uh, the uh, US Federal Reserve, the focus. We do have uh, the semi-annual Humphrey B. Bear testimony from Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell uh, happening Wednesday, Thursday. So that'll be interesting for them. In the scores on the doors, as far as the mining stocks go overseas, we had Freeport McMoran up 0.6, Alcoa up 1.6%, Tech down 0.8, Anglo up 0.6, Glencore up 2.1, and Albemarle up 2%. BHP was pretty much unchanged in ADR terms. Rio up 1.3% there. In US stocks outside of the miners, we had a better day, of course, in tech with that NASDAQ rising uh, 271 points or 2.5%. Apple was up 3.3%. Google up 4.1%. Microsoft up 2.5%. Amazon up 2.3%. Tesla had a great day. They were up uh, 8.3%. 9.35%. Netflix down 2.6%. JP Morgan and the banks all doing well. 2.48% rise in JP Morgan. Citigroup up 3.1%. Goldman's up 1.8%. Bank of America up 2.9%. And even Block, the artist formerly known as Square, managed a 3.4% rise as well. So good news across the board in terms of those US banks and US stocks, of course, with the Dow rallying strongly. Uh, we did get a little bit more economic news out last night. Existing home sales beat, but some more cracks showing across the US housing market. Existing home sales for May were down 3.4% month on month, and uh, they did beat estimates slightly, and the median price growth was up uh, 0.5 percentage points to 14.8% year on year. That's the fastest pace since February and hitting fresh record highs. In other news, we saw the 10-year yield in the US easing off 3.28%. Australia, 4.06%. Germany still, though, 1.76%. And worth bearing in mind, as I've spoken about at length, is that although the ECB has been talking tough and talking about raising rates to combat inflation, they actually haven't moved yet. They are still negative 0.5%, still negative interest rates in the EU. That is despite the fact that we are seeing EU inflation uh, above, well, certainly above 75 to 8%, uh, worse in some countries. And of course, we did see reminiscences of the 70s yesterday in the UK with the first rail strikes uh, in over 30 years, but certainly brought back some memories for me in the uh, early 80s of rail strikes as well. In local news today, kicking things off, of course, yesterday there was a lot of focus on the RBA and Phil Lowe's testimony and warning that uh, any wage rises in the 4 to 5% and above range did risk inflation becoming entrenched. And he was urging companies and 
the workers to only go for around 3.5%, which, of course, does put you behind the eight ball. In terms of uh, other things happening in our market, the Future Fund has been forced into a management reshuffle after the sudden sudden resignation of the Chief Investment Officer, Sue Brake. And talking of sudden resignations, the CEO of AAC, Australian Ag Corp, also was pretty suddenly resigning yesterday. Hugh Killen uh, resigned very suddenly. We have had some uh, interest at the moment. Twiggy is creeping up the register with his company Tatarang holding now 17.4% of that stock. Of course, that stock is controlled by the uh, billionaire partner of George Soros, Joe Lewis, who is also the owner and chairman of Tottenham Hotspur Football Club in the UK. Yesterday, we saw Queensland coal miners whacked with a super profit tax, which will take around 40% of the value when coal prices exceed $300 per tonne. An analyst continues to downgrade hum after the Latitude deal fell over. There's lots of boardroom uh, ructions going on at hum at the moment with uh, one of the founders, Mr. Abercrombie, uh, the big biggest holder there, around 24%, wanting the deal to fall over. It has fallen over, and some are now speculating that it could be in breach of its covenants and that it may need to compensate with the dilutive raising at these low prices. But we shall see how that one pans out. Also today in the Sydney Morning Herald, there was a report today from PEXA uh, on the number of mortgages and a lot of being refinanced at the moment. They're saying that the number of mortgages refinancing is surging, which is good news you would expect for the banks. But it's not such good news, apparently, it is for the major banks, which are seeing increasingly the non-major banks taking market share, which is quite interesting. So there does seem to be a big move to refinance. And despite the fact that some of the big banks are offering cashbacks and frequent flyer points and other goodies to entice mortgage holders to um, take up their mortgages through the likes of Commonwealth, Westpac and ANZ, it does seem to be the non-majors that are winning. Maybe that non-majors is Macquarie, maybe it's Bendigo and Adelaide, maybe it's Bank of Queensland, but certainly something that is happening at the moment. No early morning announcements for the Australian market so far. And with the SPY up 48 points, we could certainly expect a better day. We may see a little bit more relief in those commodity stocks with the iron ore price rising slightly, but all eyes will be on Dalian iron ore futures where the real action takes place. We'll also probably see the banks improve. They have fallen from grace. Uh, that big bank basket that we track uh, was 190 when we urged some caution and suggested that maybe it was as good as it got or as good as it was getting. And uh, the stock prices of those big four did fall back to around 152 $53 in the route. But they do seem to be picking up at the moment. And maybe we're going to see a little bit of interest coming from the banking sector today, coupled with a bit of a rebound in those industrials as well. So hopefully another positive day today. 48 points on the SPY. We were up 90-odd yesterday, so we are seeing the bounce continue. Uh, It's not across the board, but let's hope it does continue as we head into the end of financial year. Question of the day today is, do you believe the RBA has done a good job or maybe an inquiry into the RBA itself is long overdue, something that Philip Lowe did welcome yesterday and did admit that he had stuffed it up somewhat 
in terms of uh, reputational risk that the RBA had incurred uh, due to their mixed messaging and the bond market uh, purchases, and also his steadfast uh, assurances to the mortgage holders of the land that uh, interest rates wouldn't be rising until 2024. And here we are on the cusp of a July RBA meeting when we're going to see rate rises yet again following that big rate rise we saw in June. But that's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the other podcasts in our series. There's, of course, the Market Strategy podcast, which is our fly on the wall on the meeting in the morning, the morning meeting podcast. There's also the on the Desk podcast with the team in Melbourne talking about all things financial, and my On the Couch podcast where I talk to CEOs and fund managers and occasionally Marcus as well uh, regarding things that are of interest and hopefully of interest to you guys. But that's it. May the trading gods be with you.